The mission is simple, to help high achievers naturally eliminate emotional and physical obstacles so they can optimize their life for higher achievement. Welcome. You have just entered the Genesis Zone. Good day, good day, good day, and welcome to the Genesis Zone show. This is Dr. Brian Brown. Thank you for taking time out of your busy Thursday to uh, join us. Um, I don't want you to tell anybody, but I have a big secret to share with you. Uh, the very things in your health, in your past, in your in your wellness journey, in your body, in your mind, in your physical makeup that you think are a curse from your genetics, they're not. And in today's episode, we're going to break this down so you'll know exactly what the curse truly is. Now, over the years, I've heard from clients statements like, well, it's just the way my body was made. You know, I get that from my dad's side of the family or my mom's side of the family. Of course, moms don't like to hear that, right? Or they'll they'll say things like, well, my genes are just working against me. And they're not talking about their blue genes. They're talking about their genetics. Well, sometimes in the case of weight loss, they may be talking about their genes. Their blue genes are working against them. But anyway, my genetics, my DNA are working against me. Now, long before we had an in-depth knowledge of genetics the way we do today, and we're still just barely scratching the surface, guys, Uh, but long before we had a deeper understanding of genetics, uh, inroads were being made into the theories behind chronic illness. Uh, For over 50 years, modern medicine has really kind of viewed genetics as this thing that needs to sit on the shelf over here. And it's something that we think about last. But even with that, they think of genetics as kind of this absolute, meaning you're stuck with what you inherited from your parents. In other words, science and subsequently uh, the public uh, view has long been that your genes determine not only who you are, such as your hair color, your eye color, your body shape and size, but it also determines things like your behavior, whether it be your physical behavior, like the things you crave and the things you eat and and how you put on weight and this, that, and the other. And, but in 1989, a pioneering group of scientists began to challenge that belief, shall we say, as evidenced by Dr. Norman Cousins' famous paper uh, entitled Beliefs Become Our Biology, uh, which could be summed up by his quote here, quote, beliefs become biology and are hormonal, neurological, genetic, and electromagnetic systems, plus all the complex interactions between them. What he was trying to say was this, we are who we are based on a complex set of interactions that include our genes, but aren't solely based on them. In fact, uh, since then, pioneers like Dawson Church uh, believe, uh, and I quote, our genetic makeup fluctuates by the hour, by the minute, by the second. Now, admittedly, this flies in the face of the dogma of of current Western medicine thinking, 
that our genes are just kind of set in concrete. It just is what it is. You have to deal with it and nothing could be done about it. But the sad thing is, is nothing could be further from the truth. In recent years, I've expanded my own clinical practice to include DNA profiling, uh, genetic testing, but to also include bioenergetic work, along with hormone rebalancing and subconscious remodeling work, working on those thinking patterns that are kind of hidden there behind the scenes that are on autopilot. And I've come to this conclusion. I've come to the conclusion that our genes are totally modifiable. They are truly like switches that can be turned on and off. So if our DNA, our genetics is not the enemy and it's not a curse, then what is? And that's the question of the day. Now, before I answer that, allow me to share yet another quote from genetic pioneer Dawson Church, because I think it really encapsulates where we're going with with the show today. Genes, and, and I quote, genes are how organisms store information, while energy is about how they communicate that information. Researching genes without looking at the energy component of DNA is like studying a computer hard drive without plugging in the power cable to the computer, end quote. Now, you may may be asking at this point, is energy where the curse is instead of our genes? Well, in a roundabout answer, the answer is yes. Let me explain. You may recall from high school biology class that our mitochondria are the powerhouses for the cell. Each of your cells has multiple mitochondria inside. And I will add that each mitochondria has its own set of DNA. It actually has 52 DNA, uh, different types of uh, DNA code there. Now, muscles in our arms and legs have about 500 mitochondria per muscle cell. But our liver, it's even more amazing. Your liver has about 2,000 mitochondria per cell. Wow. Think about that. And then your heart, which do, it works all the time, has about 10,000 mitochondria per cell. And guess what? A woman's eggs have about 600,000 mitochondria per egg. Isn't that crazy? I mean, the root of life that requires the most energy has the most mitochondria inside those cells. These are in place. These mitochondria are in place to help us survive. But here's a critical point I'd like to make. When we're under stress, a couple of things happen to our mitochondria inside our body, inside our cells. Now, in response to the initial stress that we're under, the cell will produce more mitochondria to meet the higher energy demands. However, If that stress goes on long-term, the mitochondria numbers begin to decline. And we wonder why hormone imbalances are rampant in younger and younger populations these days. And by the way, good hormone health is 100% dependent on lean muscle mass and a healthy liver. 
So imagine if you're under stress all the time and you're constantly depleting your mitochondria, you're not exercising, you're not working out, and you're again depleting mitochondria because you're not working that muscle, then lean muscle mass and healthy livers are where our hormone balance comes from. And if we're under stress, our liver mitochondria numbers go down. So our liver becomes more unhealthy and we become more hormonally imbalanced. And we also wonder why, why heart disease numbers are on the rise. And we wonder why infertility is on the rise worldwide. It's a worldwide phenomenon and nobody can kind of seem to understand why it's occurring. You see, stress is the curse. If you don't hear anything else from this show today, understand this. Stress is the curse. Plain and simple. Our bodies were not made for the level of stress that we're subjected to today in the 21st century. And let me break this down. Our body has a natural stress response system for sure. It was put in place millions of years ago to help help protect us, to help keep us alive, to help us survive. For example, when a lion or a bear or a tiger, a mastodon or a T-Rex or a warring member of another tribe was after us, that stress response kicked in and it saved our lives. But the key here is this. That stress response was never meant to last more than a few minutes. Now, fast forward to the 21st century, and we have a world in which stress is literally served up like junk food on the snack aisles at the local filling station. And what's worse, it's a constant bombardment to our system that not only depletes our mitochondria, but it also breaks down our brain's immune and health-promoting systems. It causes atrophy or shrinkage in every single cell in the body. It leads to memory loss. It raises blood pressure. It elevates blood sugar. It causes hardening of the arteries and leads to numerous other cardiovascular diseases. You see, what was originally meant as an adaptive response or a response that allowed us to adapt and survive our surroundings, it became a maladaptive response that is destructive to our physical and emotional health and well-being. But here's the clincher. Greater than 85% of all of our stress today comes from stress responses that originate from our thoughts about future things that haven't even happened yet and may never even happen. The stress responses from stuff that's only in our minds. It's not reality. Did you hear that? It's worth repeating. Greater than 85% of all of our stress responses today are from our thoughts about future things that haven't happened and may never happen. And the stress response is from stuff that's only in our minds. It's not not reality. There's a unique aspect, a a superpower, if you will, um, that can be both a blessing and a curse that our brain and body have. Now, your stress response doesn't care whether a tiger is chasing after you or a person with a knife is assaulting you or a thought in your head about the future that hasn't even happened yet is causing all this stress. 
it does not know the difference between the tiger in real life and the thought in your head. Think about that for a minute. It doesn't know the difference. So in reality, the six inch space between your ears, this thing that we call a brain is our true enemy. You are what you think. And if you think stressful, doomsday, pessimistic thoughts, you will live out a doomsday of your own making one way or another. So what are we supposed to do about this? Well, in my opinion, it helps if you have somebody to work with that understands how to navigate the complexities, that, that complex landscape of neurology, genetics, bioenergetics, and hormonal interplay within the body. But you know, I've done all these things separately in clinical practice, and I've done all these things separately for myself personally. And separately, you get some fairly good responses. I'm not going to lie. But when you combine all those things and you start addressing them together, they yield some stellar responses. And dare I say, maybe intergalactic responses, if there is such a thing, it's at a whole new level. But in the meantime, what are you going to do about it today? Well, if you recall from a previous episode, and, I, and I, I meant to look it up, I just didn't have time. But in a previous episode, I talked about how um, being mindful and being grateful actually modify your genes. Think about it. Stress, as we know it today, this 85% thinking stuff in our head about future things that haven't happened that create all these stress responses in our body, this cascade of chemicals that floods every cell in our body and causes all of those physical conditions that I talked about, what they're doing is they're literally modifying your DNA. They're modifying it negatively. Okay. And if you remember from those past episodes where I talked about mindfulness and meditation, I talked about gratitude actually modifying your genetics positively so that you're less inflamed and disease states actually improve. That's what we've got to do. So you can do that right now. You can spend five minutes a day. You can make up your mind right now. I'm going to spend five minutes at the beginning of my day being grateful for the day to come, being grateful for the things that I have right now. And at the end of my day, I'm going to be grateful and give gratitude for everything that I accomplished in that day. And if you really want to be uh, purpose-driven and really be on point and really be intentional before you eat, give gratitude for the food that you eat. Gratitude works, guys. And it's one of the easiest ways that you can practice mindfulness is to just express gratitude. You don't have to do it verbally out loud to somebody else. You just do it in your head. State the things that you're grateful for, okay? Science shows that when you start exercising gratitude, your physiology changes at, at, a, at a cellular, at a chemical level, and it begins to improve. So start practicing gratitude. Start practicing mindfulness. If you're so, so a mind to, start practicing meditation. And I'm not talking anything really woo-woo. I'm just talking about sitting for five minutes and try to calm your mind and think about nothing. Focus on your breath. If you want to focus on something, focus on your breath. 
doesn't have to be a breathing exercise or anything. It can just be simply focusing on your inhale and your exhale and try. And if, and if something runs through your mind and tries, tries to grab your attention, just redirect yourself calmly and focus back on your inhale and your exhale. That's all you have to do. That's mindfulness 101 right there. That's easy stuff. And gratitude is mindfulness 101. Those are things that you can implement today. Now, if you're curious about how to look at all of these things, your, your neurology and psychology uh, from, a, from a subconscious uh, remodeling uh, standpoint, from a, a bioenergetic standpoint, from a hormone standpoint, point, from a genetic standpoint, uh, then reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook at, at Dr. Brian G. Brown. I'll be glad to walk you through um, uh, answering any questions, you know, what, what I can do to help you, uh, those types of things. If you want to know more just about the genetics piece, I've got a boot camp. It's called the Gene Hack Boot Camp. And it'll, it's kind of a primer. It's a self paced, really easy. It's not a lot of work on your part. Um, and it's just really easy understanding of how genetics can modify your health in a healthy way. Um, so if you're curious about that, you can enroll for free. Um, Dr. forward slash gene hack forward slash boot camp. I'll put it up here uh, right on the screen there. Dr. forward slash gene hack forward slash boot camp. And there you can register for free for the boot camp. Um, that's all I've got for today. Uh, tune in. Next Thursday at noon Eastern Standard Time for our next In the Zone segment, where I'll be sharing the latest research and my insights about that research as it relates to optimizing your brain, optimizing your body, your emotional wellness, your 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 healing journey, um, your genetics. Um, we talk about a lot of stuff here at the Genesis Zone. So if you're curious about those things, stay tuned. Keep coming back. Um, Subscribe to, you know, our, our podcast on any podcast platform that you can think of. We're on uh, subscribe to us. That helps support us. Um, and we'd love to we'd love to have you around. We'd love to answer any questions that you might have. Uh, most informed, most trusted and most grateful you spent this time with us today. Until next time, stay in the zone. I'm Dr. Brian Brown.